teaching was so scary for me and I said yes and it was one of the best opportunities. And the same with becoming a female engineer. But if it's something that you enjoy and you're passionate about, don't say no because it's a male-dominated field. Right. You know, you can do this, you're smart. There's nothing holding you back. So say yes. Hi there. This is the SolidWorks Born to Design podcast, a podcast of inspiring stories about those who create, build, invent, and engineer new ideas into actual new products. And by the way, they all use SolidWorks. I'm your host, Cliff Medling, and this is episode number two called Just Say Yes to STEM. I will be talking with Betty Baker at SolidWorks World, who has a very inspirational story about her journey from working on the assembly line to becoming the first female mechanical engineer at her company. She is a SolidWorks user group leader, a champion for women in STEM, but I'll let her tell her story. Let's jump right in. I'm Betty Baker. I'm a domestic case goods product engineer at Ashley Furniture in Arcadia, Wisconsin. And you are the only female engineer. I am. I am the only female engineer. It's a very male-dominated field, especially Um, back in the day when I went back to school. It was a struggle. I was the only female in my graduating class. Really? Yeah. It was back in the 90s because I didn't go to school right away when I graduated high school. I waited and went back after a while. After a while, yeah. But even just walking around world, yesterday I sat in the CAD manager's boot camp and I like turned around and I told the guy next to me, it's like, there's like under five women <laughs> in here, you know, it's like, where is everybody? You know, so even at world, it's still very male dominated. So, you know, tell us how you got, you know, you mentioned going back to school, but how, how, did, you, how did you find out that this is what you want to do, that you want to be in the engineering-focused or design-focused field? Um, I've always liked art. Never been real good at it or real artsy, if you want to say. So I knew it wasn't going to be a designer, but I graduated high school as one of these people with a diploma in my hand. That was it. I had absolutely no future, no college, no job. I had a diploma. (laughs) That's all I had. So I lived eight miles away in a town, Um, in Independence, Wisconsin, from Ashley Furniture. That was the big manufacturer in the area. So I decided I'm going to go to Ashley Furniture for one year and make some money, try to figure out my life. So almost 34 years later, I'm still at Ashley Furniture. But after I worked there a couple years, I actually worked on a manufacturing floor, running a machine, and I I liked it there. I, I liked the atmosphere. I liked the company. So I decided I want to go back to school. Not, We need people out on the floor in manufacturing, but I decided I wanted more. And at that time, Ashley Furniture just started a tuition reimbursement program. So I looked into that, and I worked day shift and started taking night classes. Now, in, what, did you, what did you start? What was your degree, or were you just taking classes in general, or what? Nope, I have a mechanical design degree. So, so, you, so you knew it was, so you started in mechanical yep. design at night. So. So what made you decide mechanical design? You thought it would be good for your career, or you thought, man, you know, yeah, there's something I think I could do? Just because it was the CAD and the drafting type. So that's kind of just why it led me that direction. So I started there, and I thought, we'll see where it goes. And then I took night classes until I ran out of night classes. Back then, they didn't offer a lot at night like they do nowadays. Right. And then I needed to work 30 hours to maintain full-time position to get the tuition reimbursement. So then when I ran out of night classes, I switched and went to school full-time during the day and worked full-time nights. Wow. Plus drove two hours a day back and forth to school. Wow. 
So it was a rough couple of years. Yeah, two years. But that was my next question. <laughs> two years. Well, wow. yeah, it That's was impressive. a rough couple of years, but it was worth it. Oh yeah, and th- so after you got your degree in mechanical, right? Yeah. Even though I'm working in a furniture factory, my degree is actually mechanical. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then you went back, and they immediately switched you to a to engineering. To engineering yep. job. Excellent. Correct. That's great. Yep. So now you had your engineering degree. You're doing engineering at Ashley. So how did you get involved in STEM with helping, you know, students? And it, 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 I guess for a long time I really didn't. I tried to promote STEM whenever I could in the local schools or when my kids were in school as much as I could. But it's just been the last few years now. And actually, I'm certified in SolidWorks. And a couple years ago, our local technical school called me and said, we're in a bind. We need a SolidWorks teacher. And I said no. And they called me two, three, four more times, and I said no. And then they're like, we need somebody because these students aren't going to graduate if we don't have an instructor. And it was during the day, and it's like, I work during the day, so I can't, you know. But I actually went to my boss, and I said, here's the deal. They asked me to teach. I'm not a teacher, but I want to do this. You know, I want to help them. We have students in tool and it was a tool and die program. They need a SolidWorks class. What can I do? So I ended up taking vacation from my job to go there and teach <laughs> teach SolidWorks. And so, so was it like a two hours you were there teaching, then come back and work the rest of the day? Or um, I actually yeah took a half a day vacation. I went the afternoons and taught. So it was supposed to be for one year. That's all I was going to be this eight week course, sixteen week course, I guess it was. Right. And to help them out. So it was two weeks before the class started. I said yes, and they're like, "Okay, we need your curriculum," and I'm like. Okay, so I actually Googled how to write a curriculum, (laughs) and I wrote a curriculum, and I taught SolidWorks. So then the next year, because they were actually going to switch it to a spring class where they had an instructor, not a summer class. So then the next year, they called me and said, same time again? And I said, no, (laughs) this was a one-time deal. We're not doing this again. But I did the second year to help them out again. So that's kind of what I think got me more into the STEM is I loved it. As much as I said I'm not a teacher and there's no way I could be a teacher, I loved it. Yeah, there's nothing like seeing somebody have that aha moment in your class and getting it. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So yeah, it was small classes, you know, but it it was the best experience for me. That's great. So you're not teaching anymore, but you you helped get somebody else on board to teach? Right. So then they had found somebody. They moved it actually to the spring semester in their program and then they had an instructor. Okay. So I just helped out for two summers. And then you did uh, some user group stuff, or you, you're involved? Yep, I am Tell the user that. group leader of La Crosse, Eau Claire, Winona area, which is La Crosse, Eau Claire in Wisconsin, but I'm 30 minutes from the Minnesota border, so we actually pull people in also okay. from Minnesota. So I've been the user group leader since, uh, like, 2002, 2004. That's great. For that one. Now, with the students and the teaching, are you involved with that as much anymore? No, not at the technical school like I was, but through Ashley Furniture, where I work. We do a lot of um, STEM camps in the summer. We sponsor them at our local high school. So I helped with that last summer. We drew the cardboard robot so the kids could actually cut that out, build them, make their own little robot. That's great. Yeah. 
And we've also done like a little girls can do it day at Ashley Furniture. It wasn't even a day, it was just a few hours. But even though I work for a furniture company, we made bracelets with the girls. So what we did is we actually involved a female designer. She designed their little bracelet. We engineered it. We actually cut all the parts out. You know, we had a little wooden charm that we could cut out there. Then we set up an assembly line for them. So they learned about design, engineering, assembly. That's a great idea, I love that. And we had a female packaging engineer there. So they even had to help with the packaging. So just in a couple hours, we went through design all the way to packaging, through assembly. We had to do a quality check to make sure they were doing it right. That's and that's that's a great idea. You should package yeah, that up. Yeah, I like that it was idea. fun. It was great. We just had a you know a few little middle school. They weren't even middle school. I think they were fifth, sixth graders. Oh really? I was about to ask what age. It, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was summer, so then everybody got their little bracelets and got to take <laughs> them home. And but what a great way to teach them you know design and manufacturing. Absolutely, right. every and step, it, not just the making of the jewelry. Yeah. Right, and yeah, to get them to think about everything that they touch is designed and engineered and even the packaging on every single item that they buy. Someone has to come up with that packaging. You know, you can be a packaging engineer and figure out how it needs to get from point A to point B without breaking. So what, what is your overall message for children in STEM or girls in STEM? I guess I'd have to say it's to say yes, because you need to get out of your comfort zone, which is what I'm doing right now, <laughs> and you need to get out there and try new things. You know, teaching was so scary for me, and I said yes, and it was one of the best opportunities. And the same with becoming a female engineer. That was frightening back in the early 90s when I was going back to school, but I did it, and it was worthwhile. And just even with the travel at work, for many years I didn't travel, I was raising the kids, you know, I did the mom thing. Now that my kids are older, you know, every year they'd say, do you want to go overseas, China, Vietnam? And it's like, no, no, <laughs> not at all. But now that my kids are grown, it's like, yeah, why not? And again, that turned out to be one of my best experiences, you know, doing things like that. So you do need to say yes. And I've said yes to a lot of things that I've been very uncomfortable with, but it's also turned out really well for me. So, you know, you, you've obviously said yes to a lot of these things, but there's 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 got to be some inspiration by that. You know, like, maybe you want to help these girls that were in your situation out of high school, didn't know what to do. Is, is that it? What what's What inspires you to? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's, I didn't have any mentors. There were no other females. When I started out, you know, I kind of had to do this alone. You know, I had a struggle. It's a struggle every day back in the 90s being a female engineer. You know, it took me years to gain respect in that field. You know, finally today I feel respected in this field. But it That's took great. me a very long time to get there. And so anything I can do to help educate the kids or the boys and girls to get the message out there about the STEM-related fields, you know, what's out there? When we talked to the students in North Carolina, we had a photographer with us from Ashley Furniture, and we kept teasing her, you need to be up here talking about your career. And she's like, no, I'm in the back doing photography. And, you know, after it was over, a student went up to her and asked her about her photography field. So it's like the kids are curious. They just need to know. You know, I, I totally agree with that. I, I've said this before. I think manufacturing's like behind a wall in these plants and people don't realize what goes on. They just think an iPhone comes from out right. of the air, grows on trees. It's right. 
there's a lot of work in manufacturing and so many different types of jobs. Right. And they're great jobs. Yep. Yeah. And in our small town, Ashley Furniture is in a town of 3,000 people. And it's been there for 40 years. And everyone in the community still has the stigma that if you work at Ashley Furniture, you're either in the office, which is just a blanket office statement, or you're in the factory, which again is a blanket statement. But at Ashley, we have every career you can possibly think of from you know, your administration and you've got accounting and scheduling, you know, engineering, design, supervision. I mean, we have everything there, but just in our own community, people don't even know what's behind those walls. Exactly. Exactly. And that's another thing. And our company is changing, the world's changing, getting into robotics. And so again, our founder, through his um, education foundation, he donated a lot of money and we just started a first robotics program in our area. So that's another thing that I've been helping with, trying to mentor with the SolidWorks at the first robotics level. I love first robotics, it's great. It is scary. And we first started it this fall, so we're so far behind, I think, but it's been good. It's, It's amazing. Like I said, the kids want to learn. They just need the help. And robotics is is interesting. It's a cooler part of manufacturing for kids, you know. Right. Robots are cool, right? Yeah, he just started also a VEX program at the middle school. Oh, neat. So, yeah, that's that's really cool. They had a competition a few weeks ago, and, you know, our, our one little school there, who's just a little small private Catholic school, but both of their teams made it onto state. So those middle school students never had a robot at their school or anything. And in six weeks, they got their robot, they built it, they programmed it, they're going on to state, and they made it onto the U.S. Open. Wow. Yeah, so it's like, we've got some smart kids out there. They just yeah. need the help. They just need to know, you know, right. people like you who they show them that, you know, what kind of jobs and what kind of path and what kind of interesting things are out there. Right, right. and say yes. And say yes, exactly. <laughs> That's great. What What is your advice for girls who think they might be interested in the STEM classes or engineering. And again, my say yes, if it's something you're interested in and passionate about, give it a try. I mean, it's a struggle out there and you need to work harder. In my opinion, I think I've worked very hard or harder than a lot of men in my field to gain that respect. But if it's something that you enjoy and you're passionate about, don't say no because it's a male dominated field. Right. You know, you can do this. You're smart. There's nothing holding you back. So say yes. Excellent, Betty. That was a, that was a pleasure. So, tip of the day: just say yes. Say Look yes. What happened? I know, <laughs> and you're uncomfortable, but you make it through it. <laughs> well, you did great today. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, gosh, Betty, that was great. Thank you for listening today, and remember to always say yes, as Betty would say. Just a quick note that this podcast is sponsored by the SolidWorks User Group community. If you have not already, please find a local Swuggin meeting in your area. It's free to join and there's always food. It's a great way to meet other SolidWorks users. Go to swuggin.org, that's S-W-U-G-N.org, to find a user group in your area, no matter where you are in the world. Again, that's S-W-U-G-N.org. We'll be back again soon with more Born to Design podcast stories which you can find at SolidWorks.com slash podcasts or wherever podcasts are readily available. Until then, keep on designing.